You are listening to the Enziguri Podcast, new weekly episodes. And Marks of the Roundtable. Every pay-per-view on SoundCloud.com. Yeah. Shinsuke, a lot of people are calling your attack on AJ Styles reprehensible. A heinous act. And at the very least, poor sportsmanship. After so many years of anticipation, why would you tarnish your dream match? I don't know what came over me. Maybe... I got too emotional. I'm very, very sorry for what I did to AJ Styles. Shinsuke, clearly you're being very disingenuous. Please, can you give me an answer why you attacked AJ Styles? Sorry, no speak English. Welcome to the Enziguri Podcast. I'm your host, Fran, along with JCL. Tonight we got news, reports, and much, much more. Sorry. Just got (laughs) got into the scene. It's cool. It's one of those nights. Nice, relaxing night. It's a little quiet tonight because our buddy Dave is missing. Because I always like to start off this way. Hey. Hey, everybody. How's it going tonight? Yeah, we got a small crew. It's just me, Fran. And JCL. Our buddy DB is currently recuperating at the hospital due to a sickness. So... We are holding the fort down, except we couldn't do it for the marks at the round table because that's your shit, man. Um, we hope that you get better. We get hope you get better soon. We hope we, to see you soon. We need you, man. It's not the same without you, buddy. So, we had WrestleMania week. Very busy week. Always a busy week. What did you think of it? Uh, the week as a whole? Yeah, it was fun. Until, you know, WrestleMania that was. But we'll get into that later. Yeah, you had your you had your very very strong Facebook opinions about that. So for So for WrestleMania week we had we had ROH's supercard show that they hold right before Mania and I guess it'd be around it'd be around this this time it was the same day as Takeover was. Really? From from what I remember because I remember um well, like the running the running gag was like you know people going oh the people that are upset that they watched Supercard of Honor instead of TakeOver because TakeOver was generally high, great like, it was great ROH's show was decent um so we had that we had TakeOver we had Mania we had every other show possible going on and last but not least, we also had the Raw after WrestleMania, which is always a very fun show. I will say this one was better than the past few Raw after Manias. Crowd was way more lively. <coughs> but how did you feel about the Mania itself compared to the last few? Okay, well, it's I had a I had time to go back and like rewatch and go over some things, and I did get a chance to change my opinion. I like everything all the way up until we get to the main events. With one exception also being the ending to the Charlotte Oscar match. 
Uh, I'll be honest, the dream match put me to sleep. It was, it was just very lackluster. Over at the party, everybody was asleep. Yeah. Monty was almost asleep. He was actually fighting to stay awake. I was here and there. Like I was the only person awake. Yeah. And but... I and I can explain this because I probably would have been napping the same way as all of you except for one thing. I pictured what they were going for and it looked like that they were trying to build it up and that there was going to be a stretch of like 10 minutes that was going to be amazing. That 10 minutes never happened. It's like they just randomly decided to end it. Yeah. It was it was boring. Like it was legit boring. But we got we got heel Nakamura. Out probably of it. the most shocking thing of the night to be honest with you. Mr. Ballshot Nakamura. <laughs> <laughs> Which has already become probably my favorite heel in the company right now. Yeah. Yeah. I completely forgot that in New Japan that he, he was a heel at one point. He was? Yeah. And apparently he was his, a really good heel. So I remember all his Wrestle Kingdom matches with Shin, with AJ, he was always the face. AJ yeah. was the heel. But then again, that was mainly due because AJ was in Bullet Club at the time. Yeah. And him being in a Bullet Club meant that he was like tweener. Yeah. So we had... Um, After that, um, like I said, I wasn't really a fan of the... Uh, Oscar Charlotte. Well, I mean, I was a fan up until the ending. I just felt like it was just, like, I was fine for losing. It was just, it was so abrupt and just, like, so, like, out of nowhere. And, like, the fact that she, like, tapped out almost immediately, it just, it didn't sit well with me. You can't build someone up as being this crazy monster, undefeatable object for, like, three years and then have her immediately tap out, like, now, a lot of people were saying that they that it meant that they were building up the figure eight, which was already being pushed as a dangerous finisher. But at the same time, I can't see it. It was very underwhelming because picture that match compared to, say, I remember the Ember Moon match. Oh, yeah. The Ember and, the, Moon and the last stretch of that, there was a sense of urgency. Yeah. Like, it was like, wow, she kicked out of the super stunner. She she kicked out of getting her face kicked in. And and Oscar just says, I, 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 I was like, yeah, what the hell just happened? Like, if you would have had a camera on us when that happened, we like all stood up. We were like, all like, what the hell just happened? We all looked like that that stoned out looking black dude at Mania with the Brock versus uh, Taker match. Yeah, basically. it was like. We were the the we were the Undertaker guy. <laughs> we were the Undertaker exactly. After that, like, and then of course the final match, the Lesnar Reigns fight. Oh my god! I think like the fact that I already was going in like with low expectations, and the fact that the match was also boring, and then combine it with the fact that like the greatest swerve in the history of wrestling happened, and Brock retains. Like, I can't tell you, like... That shit made me laugh my ass off. We Why? were... I was because, speechless. Because everybody with their fantasy points... Now, I play part in that, too. But some people really have, like, invest emotional investment into it. I saw... I was like... It was like they said, fuck you and your fucking points. That's basically what it was. But it was just like... The funny thing for me was like... 
like I remember like earlier in the night I was just like what if, like just joking like what if that off chance Lesnar retains it was like, it was one of my friends talking to me about this he said it's gonna be one of those manias and that's exactly how to describe it it was one of those manias where it starts out great and then by the end of it you're stunned silence and disgust you know what what else was stunning was the fact that Ronda wasn't horrible. That too. I I mean, I didn't have like super high expectations, but they weren't necessarily low either. But she still she came out good. She still she still needs a little bit of work. Just like three specific things really. Work better on the mic. Stop. Change her finisher and stop doing that weird throw. Stop. Yeah, that that throw will not look You know what? It's like it's like a slow it's like an exploder suplex, but then it's not. But it's the way that the person like gets thrown out. How are they supposed to sell it? Because them them selling it, however they're supposed to, it looks like a blown spot. It really does. It, it, now, it's a move know. where when done correctly, it looks like it's done wrong. Now I don't know if that was mainly just Stephanie's fault or just the move itself. Has she done it on anybody besides Stephanie? Yeah, it's looked bad every time. Okay, it's, so. it's almost like it's almost like seeing a springboard stunner. It's like, all right, well, seeing a springboard stunner is not that bad. His it, sunset flip, though, and where's Hernan Karana? All right, his sunset flip. Oh yeah, you don't remember the little small times he used to use the sunset flip powerbomb? That was that wasn't too bad. Sometimes, like there was a couple times it was where like it actually... one out of like the five, but for the most part, it was bad. But. That throw Ronda does is she she just needs to replace it. Just you know, go with the normal Olympian route and just do like a German. Yes, Germans are more common in DDTs at this point in WWE. Yes, be an Olympian, Ronda. Hit your German suplex, or hell, just do the angle slam. Just do your judo throws. Yeah, that too. Like, well, you already talked about what you didn't like. It was um, there's a lot of things. I love the fact that they had pyro. Yeah, I missed the pyro. Because I remember talking about this before. Like People were like saying, oh, I said, it's WrestleMania. They got to have pyro. Yeah. like It's nice to have the wrestlers that usually have pyro to have their pyro again. Did When Kane came out for the Andre Giant, did he have his pyro? That was like that was like the one. He was like really like the one of the few wrestlers. Like I was really upset didn't have pyro anymore. Because that that's literally his thing. Yeah, the first couple times he came out without power, I was like, it's just not the same. Yeah. He should have been one of the exceptions. But, you know, it's like it's like watching, it's going through the creator wrestler in 2K18 or whatever. And you just, and do you like just take the pyro out. So people like Goldberg are still doing the same thing. It's like, it just doesn't look right. Yeah, it really doesn't. Another thing we forgot to talk about that was pretty shocking how it went, the Undertaker Cena match. I didn't expect Cena to get swashed like that, to be honest I with did. you. I mean, I knew Taylor was winning it. I just didn't think... I mean, they got to compensate for, like, you know, his age and all that, but at the same they time... They wanted to make sure that he wasn't going to die. And for the for the three minutes he was in there, he, it was maybe five minutes. You got to include the it, it looked too. It looked fine. But that whole build-up to that match was hilarious. And like, Elias. With, oh my god, that was the best swerve of the night. I mean, because we were like, oh, is it really him? And all we hear is a guitar riff, and we're like, it's Elias. <laughs> no, at first I was like, is that kid Elias? What the <laughs> And then we all just started laughing. Because 
And he was just like, oh, were you expecting someone else? Yes! <laughs> that was amazing. Elias oh, is awesome. If that doesn't make him top heel in the company, I don't know what will, because that was perfect. Him doing that, along with actually playing a show in New Orleans, or whatever, when he was at the one bar. Oh, yeah. I guess he was, like, having a warm-up for the song they did play on, uh... The, the one that he played on Raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it in a second. So, yeah. Um, all in all, if I had to give Mania a grade, I'd say... C+. Plus, maybe, at most. Maybe a B-. minus. I'm not going to act like I even know a damn thing about this show, but the only thing I remember about RH's show was that they were doing Cody versus Kenny. I heard that was good. I heard I heard mixed I heard mixed reports on that that it could have been better all I for do, all the build up that they had for it. All I do remember from the aftermath was how like I forgot I don't know if it was like Disco what is the name from WCW Disco Disco Inferno yeah Glenn was, Gilberti <laughs> he was um talking trash about it on Twitter saying like oh they need to stop doing so many crazy spots and stuff and then Cody went in on him he was just like you have no idea what you're talking about. You were a pointless mid-card jopper that barely won any matches in this time. You've never gotten over that, and you will not get over that. I like Disco, too. <laughs> I just, I just like... don't like him now. <laughs> I could say the same thing about a, a lot of ex-WCW wrestlers. Yeah. Um, and TakeOver, as always, was amazing. Oh, my God. That was easily one of the best pay-per-views I've seen in the past few months. J- Johnny Gargano is like doing himself favors in the Meltzer scale. Like, oh, but I, how do you say his, how do you say this dude's last name? Not Tommaso, Gargano, but the other guy. Tommaso Ciampa? Yeah. I yeah. can never get that right. Yeah, it's weird. But, yeah, it's the Tommaso Ciampa, basically. Yeah. The ending into that match was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. I went back and rewatched it because I missed it. But, oh, man, that was easily a five star. Yeah. And the latter match was. Oh, don't, yeah. The what? La- that. Elbow drop, Velveteen did off the top of the ladder. That was crazy. Ricochet's, like, transition from jumping off of a ladder that's it falling in motion into a moonsault, that was pretty impressive. What was the one thing they did where he was, like, didn't he, like, kind of do a Shelton Benjamin leap where he, like, leaped onto Lars and just pulled him off the ladder? I think. Yeah. But, dude, if you guys, again, if you guys don't know who Ricochet is, he is easily one of the biggest, he was easily one of the biggest attractions on the independent circuit. I am so happy. He's, at the same time, I'm happy he's with WWE and not because, like, his moveset's going to be limited now. Because he's a spot monkey. Yeah, but he's, like, one of the better. There's nothing wrong with yeah, being a spot monkey. I mean, yeah, especially when he's, like, that good. Because the amount of height he gets on stuff is ridiculous. The, here's what it comes down to. And was saying the same thing about other wrestlers was that, um... The WWE style, whatever you want to call it, even when it comes to the 205 Live roster, which has a little more freedom, but they, um, you never really know how good of a wrestler is until they get over in WWE. Yeah. Because they're not allowed to do half the stuff they can do. So that's why, you know, you, you see somebody like Styles, who, I mean, granted, Styles' movesets are limited, starting getting limited when he had his back injury and stuff, though. Yeah, but like one of the one of the topics was um you know, okay, so what would this so what would uh you know what it kinda reminded me of? It, it was when Kevin Owens came in. 
Mm-hmm. And it wasn't specifically his moveset, even though half his moveset were moves that he cannot do in, in WWE now. But it was also on his promos. He was a very R-rated promo guy. Oh, yeah. Was- and, like, I remember when he got signed, it was like, what is he going to do now? Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard a PG promo from this guy. I've never. And, like, he's still good. So... We're talking about a guy who, like, when fans talking shit to him outside of the ring, invited him in, and then as soon as the fans step into the ring, kicked him in his face and pushed him right back out. <laughs> okay. I still remember the one... I think it was one of the R.H. shows back when he was still, like, doing the Killsteen kill... Kill... Eh, Killsteen kill thing. Was, um... It was a New York show, and he was like, "You're like the girlfriend that's you're like the girl that's always getting beat up by the boyfriend, and you still love them because the crowd was still cheering for him." <laughs> oh my god! Well, and then he was like, "Fuck you, Ring of Honor, and fuck you, New York City," and everybody marks out again. <laughs> he was pretty bulletproof at that point. Yeah, I mean, you can't really say that much for him now, though. I don't even know what they're like doing with. Him and Sammy at the moment. So, we had Raw after Mania. It's always the biggest Raw of the year. Yeah, and honestly, one of the best ones in a while. We had, well, I'm just going to say the bullet points and we'll go over each one. So, we had all the returns. We had Paige's retirement. Yeah, we had Paige's retirement. Um, that was sad. Brock Lesnar drama. That that's sad too. Not as sad as Paige, but um, and and the Raw crowd. We always gotta say it because the Raw crowd is always. How do how do they announce to say it's of a very international flavor? <laughs> our our nice way of saying we fucking hate these people. Pretty much. Why don't they cheer for Roman? Yeah. They're lucky that the Raw after many wasn't in Chicago. Oh, speaking of which, somebody mentioned something on Facebook about Chicago, but we'll get into that shortly. So for Raw, we had so many returns. and It was, you know that one Facebook, or the uh, one animated picture gif where the person on the office is like, oh my god, it's happening! Like, somebody kept posting that over and over again. It's like, once again, it's happening! Yeah. Yeah, because we had like... We had like four, five returns, and then like two or three debuts right it was like no way jose in his like adam rose gimmick basically and then we had authors of pain who dumped paul ellering now that's interesting for me because like i heard like things that were like okay because paul because the main reason why they're dumping him is because paul ellering he doesn't want to you know keep flying around from city to city doing it nxt is part-time schedule yeah, NXT is like always in the same place, with the exception of takeovers. So he didn't really like to move much because he lives in Florida. So I can understand him not wanting to, you know, go go around the country and all that. But at the same time, will it work? Because he was basically their mouthpiece. That is the thing that sucks. You know who'd be an awesome mouthpiece? Paul Heyman. Oh my God, it would be cool. Paul Heyman with them would be <laughs> that would be amazing. But I feel like they shouldn't just drop Paul Eller. I feel like he should go back to NXT and then. Be like, okay, my new team that they're going to make big. Heavy machinery. Yeah, AOP... Or War Machine. Really, Ellering was like two-thirds of their character. Basically. So... Because like, he was really the talker. They didn't really talk like that. Yeah. They can't talk like that. No, they just do a lot of grunting and yelling. Yeah. Uh, Paige's retirement, it was after 
um, what's, a, what's her face had like it was a Sasha and Bailey match against the Absolution, or no, it was what was it Mandy Rose? Mandy Rose. Yeah, she. Yeah, after she pinned Sasha, they did their little celebration in the ring, and then, and then they, they exited. And Paige made her announcement that everybody kind of was aware about because she hasn't been wrestling, mm-hmm. and but they didn't know if it was like going to be like true, true. Yeah, and it's still sad though, man. Like, you know, she's like, what, 24, 25? Yeah, and then, of course, all the hate that Sasha got on Twitter. Oh, my God. You on social me- you media. You see all that? Jeez. I, I, don't, I don't like Sasha, but it was kind of uncalled for. Yeah, I know. But I like how she, like, thanked Daniel Bryan and Edge. Yeah, Because, like, cool. Daniel Bryan gave her hope, and Edge gave her, like, showed her, like, yeah, there's stuff you can do outside of wrestling and all that. I did like that. At the same time, you know, maybe... Because, like, again, they're following a formula. So, like, you know, Daniel Bryan retired, became general manager, went again, started wrestling, like, two years later. Who says the same thing can't happen to Paige? I mean, you know. Well, she could always get into porn. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, with enough diet, exercise, and DDP yoga, who knows what could happen? I'm just saying, DDP changes lives. <laughs> I, I had another thought in my head. I'm like, yeah, you know, she can get in shape and be a really hot porn star. Never mind. Oh my god, what was all the jokes? It was like uh, Xavier. It was um, when your side becomes your boss. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, let's make sure that Paige never has to have a. Dis- you know, they're gonna rib them. They're gonna have them talk gonna, to each other at least once. It's gonna happen, especially if she's the general manager. It's gonna happen. It's, or do you think though? Do you think uh, she'll say something like, "Hey Xavier, wink." <laughs> oh my god! I don't think even WWE could be that meta. <laughs> Look at who we're talking about. That is true. Kurt Angle did mention TNA on TV. So. Oh, actually, I know this is playing rewind, but to go back to things that looked very wrong on TV was um. Every time that Ronda got on top of Stephanie, it looked like some brazier scene. Like, oh yeah, because like Stephanie is that always how she set up sets up her arm bars. I don't, I don't know, but every single time you just saw Stephanie who plays the evil bitch going no, no, oh my god, with her, her acting tit, and her and her, and her tits, tits her like brow, right? almost out. It was like it was like when Triple H like pedig- tried to pedigree her and her boob fell out, and he had to put it back in <laughs> while in the pedigree. It's like, it's like come on, tuck it back in. <laughs> yeah, it, it looked like a very. Uh, a, a domination scene. <laughs> it was like, yeah. yes, you are going now. Her acting kind of like ruined that whole thing because it, it was so, it was so bad. Even her acting her. is so bad; it's hilarious. I know, like, like her, her acting was worse than Angles. That's pretty bad. Yeah, Angles seemed to do. I mean, Angles little, getting better, but Angle did a little bit better on Raw. He seemed a little more comfortable. Yeah. I guess it was probably because he had a match. Yeah, so he's probably getting back in the swing of things. But we had, so yeah, we had, um, go back to, we had Paige's retirement, but we also had a bunch of drama with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, so apparently after he uh, legitimately cut open Roman and made him bleed all over the ring like he did Randy Orton, Vince was pissed. Like, I just, think it's BS. They said, like, the reasons Vince was pissed because, one, he made him bleed, he had, ble- he had like, blood on live television and two was because like he felt like Lesnar get this 
he felt like Lesnar didn't really like show any like effort into the match and was like lazing around and not basically the stuff that everyone's been complaining about with Brock Lesnar for the better part of two three years. I think it's a bunch of crap. It has to be Vince. He's pretty mental, but he has to be. He would be beyond mental if all these were true. I mean, the fact that he got so angry that he actually wanted to throw hands with Brock, and the fact that Shane had to step in. I'm just saying, Vince. But does Shane want to show off his grapefruits too? Do his little like Shane shuffle. I mean, no. No, the thing that got me was was the bleeding real. The bleeding was real. Was it real? Because, like, Orton got busted open. He was fucking... He was, like, just about unconscious. Roman looked like he was just like, Ah, oh, it's, it's just a cut. Ah! I mean, that was a deep cut, though. Yeah, but then, like, after they cleaned him off, it's like, Oh, his face looks so clean. Where's all the excessive bleeding going on? That is true. But I don't think they would... Is there even blood capsules or whatever big enough for blood like that? I don't know. And I'm pretty it sure just, it's a blade. It just... It, it seemed, even even the argument afterwards seemed like it was set up just so the sponsors would be like, oh, look, it was an accident, mm-hmm. you know, because they've shown that they've done unintentional, intentional bleeding, you know, to try to get away from like, look, there wasn't a blade job. He busted him open for real. Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, I mean, Rosner is reckless. So I wouldn't put it past them to, like, for that to be fate. But what else was he actually reckless with outside of almost dropping Roman on his head? Uh, it wasn't really, like, recklessness. It was just, like, laziness and sloppiness, if anything. Which, again, is true. But then again, when your moveset is literally suplex, 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 occasional clothesline, and F5. The only, the only thing I remember as far as, like, things where it's like, okay, this is getting a little out of hand, was when he was going against Strowman. Oh, yeah. It was like, okay, I gotta put this guy in his place. Slow, boom! Slow the fuck down! Yeah, I know. That was a little much. But then, but then, Strowman just took it. Yeah, that, what does that say about Strowman, right? You took an actual right hand from Lesnar. You took two actual right hands from Lesnar. Yeah. And didn't even fall. And somebody was like, oh, he didn't put his full force in the... I was like, No, yeah, Brock Lesnar he... has no control. That was full fucking force. I was like, yeah, he did. He looked like he was trying to knock him out. <laughs> yeah. Like... Brock Lesnar doesn't have a chill button, so I know that was real. <laughs> Brock Lesnar's... That should be a screen name. Brock Lesnar's chill button. Over on the SmackDown side, we had Heel Shinsuke. The debuting iconic duo, which I was a fan of because I love Peyton Royce. We also had the cash-in. Finally happening. Which threw out my prediction out the window, by the way. But let's scroll that. Let's get back to... No speak English. Oh my god. I swear, like, that's how Shinsuke has to be if he's going to be healed. Just blame everything on not speaking English. <laughs> oh my god. The only thing I don't like about that, and I really hope they stay away from this, is that they can play up... I, I want them to play up a little stereotype. Or actually, like, he's actually, like... he He's acknowledging that, like, you know, oh, this is what people think. 
mm-hmm. but he does not act that way. As in, like, be the be the heel that's actually being a heel and not the evil foreign guy. Yeah. So because that gimmick is really fucking tired at this point. You already got we already got gender with that. Like, it's gonna be worse now because it's the U.S. champ too. Yeah, but Shinsuke with his little mannerisms, like what was it, the eye wink? The, yeah, and then like the sarcastic <laughs> face. That's how he should be if he's gonna be heel. He should have been like that as a face. Yeah. I mean, he's, like, instantly better. I don't think condescending works well with a face. I don't know. Well, okay. I guess not. That's, that's, uh... Maybe that's why everybody hates Roman. No, wait, he's not condescending. He's just a dick. He's just a dick. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how you act on Twitter, like, if, you, if you're legitimately like that and not being told to be that way... Mm-hmm. Yeah. AJ versus Brian already. I mean, I didn't expect him to throw that right out the gate so fast. It was still pretty solid, though. But again, I figured that'd be like something you have later down the line. And Brian showing everybody that he's not going to slow down. I know. Like, dude, you don't need to do back superplexes like that. He literally landed on his head. Yeah. It's just like, oh, he takes one step forward and then two steps back. Like, yeah. Like, he was like at Manny, he was fine when he was doing the drop kicks and actually landing on his arm instead of his head. If you notice the way that he's doing the corner drop kicks now, he's um, he's trying to land his arm on the top rope so that he can just like kind of roll around that way. Mm-hmm. But you can't really soften your fall off of a back superplex. Yeah. You just kind of take it. I mean, you could just do a regular superplex. That's not going to work with him. True. Can't possibly do that. I mean, that'd be easier. I can't do that. That's Randy Orton's move. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that's the same. That's the same reason why. Um, actually, to go go back to Raw, or you know what? Oh no, no, we don't want to talk about it because it's something to talk about later on. Uh, Car- yeah, you said Carmella cashing in, which. I hated Carmella holding the briefcase as long as she did, but it was actually the perfect time for her to cash in. So do you agree with that? What? That was the perfect time for her to cash in. Oh, yeah, of course. It's like There was only... Why else would Charlie get beat up in the ring like that? Yeah, um, I, I think I think what maybe some people were saying was... Um, my initial plan, though, for Carmella's cash in and I was talking about this when we had the Mania party, I was saying, since she's got till like, I want to say June, July-ish, or whenever, yeah. when the next pay-per-view for Money in the Bank is, I was going to say, wait till like the Superstar Shake-Up, bring her over to um Raw, have her cash in on like Naya, you know, and then that way, Charlotte can stay champ or whatever, and since Oscar's going to go to SmackDown, you know, have yeah. a rematch. Yeah. But since the plan is Ronda versus Charlotte, I mean, yeah, Ronda versus Charlotte, it's whatever. But at the same time, I just felt like Oscar's freaking have to end so abruptly like that. I didn't have a problem with that. I just had a problem with how the match ended. Yeah, same thing. It, they could have still had her win. It was just how it ended. Mm-hmm. It was more like we we don't we don't care about put. You know, no, no, no. You know what it was. 
We don't care about putting Charlotte over. Right now, we're putting over the figure eight. Basically. They could have just turned Charlotte heel and have her, like, lose through DQ. That way, Shreve stays intact and she still keeps the belt. Uh, such a pussy way out of it, though. She's a flare. It will work, though. Well, touche. So after Paige's retirement, then she's SmackDown GM because that's what all the retirees do. I mean, I'm glad it keeps her, you know, on TV, which is nice. It just means I can see her more, which is also nice. And we get to see some exchanges with the New Day. Possibly. I would love if they actually did that, but at the same time, that's a slight stretch. If the New Day are going back to Raw, they have to do it within the next week. Even if it's with the Usos, be like, hey, I know I know a few friends of yours. <laughs> Oh, man. I, you know what? We didn't even talk about the Bludgeon Brothers. Actually, you know what? With Paige on SmackDown, it is almost guaranteed New Day's going to Raw. Yeah. That's the only reason. Yeah. Yeah. Then but... again, Raw's tag team division will be super stacked. That's if Authors of Pain are still staying on Raw. So what about... um? Oh, God, what the heck? Yeah, that was so first. Um, yeah, so Paige SmackDown GM. Um, we talked about the rumored WrestleMania main event: Ronda versus Charlotte. Um, how do you feel about that, Ronda versus Charlotte? I mean, it has potential. I mean, they've been setting up that match longer than any other match really I feel like they've been setting up that match longer than Brock versus Roman if you think back like the little all like the little inter- interactions they had during like the Mae Young Classic and like the little occasions they were in NXT and stuff like they've been talking about this for a brick so do I think it's going to be main event caliber uh, Vince has got some ADHD on him though when it comes to some things yeah. He'll stay the course with a lot of things and then change his mind with others very last second. Exactly. Hey, you know what? Let's have Roman lose. Let's have Roman lose. Yeah. I don't like the reaction he's getting. You don't like the reaction he's getting. He's been getting the same reaction for the last two years. Exactly. But, I mean, it could be main event caliber. I don't see it closing out the show. That's what everyone else is thinking. But, who knows? Uh, I'm, I keep an open mind. I will say it'll probably be a decent match, though. For the superstar shakeup, who do you think, sh- like, who's basically guaranteed to switch shows? Uh, definitely Asuka. I already know she's probably more than likely going to SmackDown. Um, let's see, who else? Who else has basically had their time? Uh, probably either, o- well, no, definitely not either Owens or Sammy at this point. You think Brian's going to Raw? I hope not. I really do. I, I like him better on SmackDown for the moment. I don't want him to go crazy into the fucking... I don't see SmackDown having AJ and Brian. I do, though. I mean, look how stacked Raw is. So, like, yeah, if but... I had my pick, it would be... Joe stays, obviously, because we have that Roman feud. But I would have Seth go to SmackDown. Maybe Balor, too. 
The Miz. And obviously, well, uh, that's that's a given. That's probably the main reason why Brant Daniels going to stay on SmackDown. Because The Miz is definitely going. I don't want Braun to go on SmackDown just yet. I feel like he should stay on Raw for a little moment. But definitely Rollins, definitely Balor. I would. Do you say, think that there's going to be any other NXT call-ups during the shakeup, or do you awesome. think they just kind of got them out of the way? That's well, uh, they're going to make some more call-ups because I know Andrade's getting the call-up. I did think it was going to be Gargano, but apparently I was wrong about that. You know something I'd like to see, regardless of how much I don't like this guy, I want to see Cesaro and Chris Hero have a reunion. Oh. Uh, I, if if Sheamus is going to be gone and Cesaro's not going to be doing shit anyway, then just Sheamus. I mean, Cesaro should definitely go to SmackDown. If that's the case, I would love. I was, don't. As much as I want to see him as a singles guy, they're never going to do anything with him. True. Even though he's like, yeah, really good. Yeah, but he's always. I mean, he's been getting better on the mic, so who knows? He's always been. Um, Plus, again, we live in an era where Jinder Mahal became the WWE champion, so anything is. A, Subjective belief. Yeah, but I don't think that Vince is trying to cater to the Switzerland crowd. <laughs> no, no, neutral. Yes, market. yes, we hear. Yes, we hear that that this, that's a very booming market. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're we're gonna hold the the greatest SummerSlam there. The great the greatest Royal Rumble. That has to be the dumbest name outside of Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> I'm getting started. The only thing worse could be the Super Royal Rumble. The Super Royal Rumble. The greatest Royal Rumble of all time. Why? Because it's in the name. That's why. Unfortunately, it's so great that it starts midday. And, and features sp- such great matches as The Undertaker versus Rusev. I knew you were match. waiting to bring that up. <laughs> oh, well, well, well. well. Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. So they had their... So Bray Wyatt helps Matt Hardy win the Andre Battle Royal trophy, prize, whatever. I will say that I'm fully invested in where this is going to lead to. The thing that I really enjoyed, and this is probably the first time I've liked anything Wyatt-related in a while, was when when Jeff was talking to them backstage, Mm -hmm. and he was... And uh, Bray's just like, Brother Nero... (laughs) <laughs> and then and then Jeff is like, how are you feeling? And he's like, wonderful. <laughs> I know. He just needs to do all of Hardy's catchphrases in like that calm tone. It'd just be so great. I really hope that they don't cut this thing short like they did with Orton and Wyatt. I hope it's not like a, like a fake thing. Like like he actually is reincarnated. Not like pretend. Like, oh, I was just pretending the whole time until you, that, you let me have the keys to the Hardy compound. Then I'm going to burn to the ground or some shit. That would be such bullshit. Yeah, I know. They like, need to not do that. Yeah. The lake, incar- the lake of reincarnation is an actual thing with the Hardy. You can't like have him like, oh, I was not affected by it. I, I want to like, see him. I want to see him go for a swim and he comes out as a brace heister. Or Husky Harris. <laughs> that would require him shaving. I don't think he's going to do that. I mean, I mean, Jeff Hardy dove into the Lake of Reincarnation and came out in full face paint, so... <laughs> came back as a... What was it? The uh, the million... Or... The, uh, what, what, what was that character he the had? Charismatic Enigma? Right? Yeah, the charismatic heel enigma, yeah. Jeff Hardy. What was he? He was like, the champ is here! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That was still one of the greatest horrible segments ever. Yeah. Moving on, what else we got? We got Rusev. What the hell are they doing with Rusev? <sighs> what they're doing is not listening to the fans. That's what they're doing. In WWE's eyes, if it's broke, don't fix it. But it is broke. But it's broken and it's making you money. Like... Yeah, so... Meanwhile... <laughs> see? Even 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 my mother agrees. Um, so... <laughs> everybody is throwing a fit. It's like, why are they doing this to Rusev? I mean, meanwhile, it's not a... Meanwhile, Rusev is like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm rich. Exactly. (laughs) I'm rich and I got a hot wife. (laughs) Really? Like, I mean, he's exactly like it's it's you guys are looking at this the wrong way and i think it's just because they're trying to find something negative about it It, it's almost he might lose but it's still a match with the undertaker and a match stipulation that they haven't had in years the fact that they're going to put that with rusev what did rusev say on twitter (laughs) oh my god but rusev's comment for it like after like the news broke out that he's having that match was hilarious was he like bury me all all he simply said was just bury me softly But seriously though, Rusev definitely needs to get some sort of push. He needs to get some more wins, something. Like the fact that he's this over right now and they're not doing anything with it is just mind boggling. Unless he's going to Raw or something. For for WrestleMania, they need to bring back the tank with Happy Rusev Day. Oh my god, that'd be great. That was still one of the greatest entrances ever. Yeah, easily. That was better than DX's tank entrance that's for sure let's see we got so this is a random topic that we were just talking about was finishers oh so we had no way jose's finisher being shit which it is honestly it's it's a punch it's literally just a punch and it's not like a punch from a big show it's a punch from a dude with an afro that looks like you know he looks like yeah, it's just a. He looks like fucking Eddie Goro from Tekken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Taking a punch from him might be a bad news. Yeah, but it's it's literally just a punch. But he does a, a pop up with it. Oh my god! It's a lamer version of the Superman punch. <laughs> At least the Superman punch looks devastating. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> it looks devastating. You know, before he does like. 15 times. I'm just saying he cocks it like a gun though, so it must make it like extra power. What was it that Monty was saying at the pay-per-view? He was like he was like, oh, with all that extra power he does with the Superman punch, can you imagine <laughs> Can you imagine if he were to jerk you off? He would, he would rip your dick right. I was like, dude we did not need to have that mental image. <laughs> but thank you anyway. But yeah, man no, no way Jose needs a better finisher than what he's got. And then um, Bobby Lashley needs a finisher. Yeah. Sorry, like, Lashley, you can't do the spear because that's Roman's move. And you can't do the running power slam because that's, that's Braun's move. move. I mean, that suplex thing that you were doing is pretty cool. And I heard that you do the Anaconda Vice, and that's cool. That'd it be is, a great fuck you to CM Punk, that's for sure. That's that suplex when he did, though. It, it, I mean, at first I was... This was my reaction. When he first hit it, I was like, that's literally it. Yeah. But then, if you watch it over and over again, and the way that... Uh, the way that Elias sells like it. sells it, I'm like, you have never seen a more devastating vertical suplex. <laughs> he, he sold it like he was dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, Lashley needs 
a new finish. You said that he should just do the shell shock because I don't oh think we're bringing right back. Back. Yeah, that'd be great. Just start doing the shell shock minus the stupid like galloping. But that's the best part of it. <laughs> he's or how they announce it say he's marching around the ring. <laughs> <laughs> like there's so many good finishers for Bobby Lashley. Like, but yeah, he's gonna need something better than that vertical suplex, especially if he's gonna do that stalling part for that damn wall. I feel like. It should just be a signature. Yeah. It's like a signature move. That's not. I what if he does the? What if he does that? The same exact thing off the top rope. I that would be a that finisher. Would be <laughs> that would be a finisher. That. But I can't. I'll tell you one thing right now. If he did that, I could not believe anyone if they kick out. I would. I would. I feel like that would be extreme. Like you should be comatose after that and take somebody like Dolph so we can see him bounce. oh my god no so we can see him bounce back onto his feet and then flare flop knowing Dolph he'll somehow like fucking indent himself into the ring like a cartoon <laughs> character <laughs> <laughs> that's how I can see that go with I would want I would want to hear uh, Corey Graves be like somebody get a spatula we're gonna need it <laughs> <laughs> and, and Maro will lose his shit Corey Graves, I, I, I made this analysis, or analysis, comparison, whatever. Corey Graves to Sasha Banks is like Bobby Heenan to Hulk Hogan. Oh. Nobody gives Sasha more crap than Graves. Yeah, that is very true. I don't like, even think he gave Enzo that much crap. Maybe, but like... Another one he gives a lot of crap to is Elias. He could stop that. Oh, he, he hates Elias. <laughs> I don't know what's the reason, but he just... Does not like Elias. I think he doesn't like any of the wrestlers. Damn you being able to wrestle and stuff. That's, that's the part I just don't understand because, like, he's technically the heel commentator, but he hates on more of the heels than the faces. This is because this is today's WWE. They don't make any sense. Exactly. Who else, who else also needs another new finisher? Oh, of course, Lars. He can keep it. <laughs> okay, so I was saying this during the last takeover. Everybody did their for our fa- for the fantasy points page. Everybody did their picks for the ladder match, and there were the obvious choices. It was like, oh, it could be Adam Cole or Ricochet or EC three. I I was the only person to pick Lars. I'm pretty sure I was the only one. <laughs> so Dave, so Walker was asking me. He was like, why? And I said. Because Lars is the next goofy hoss, and for some, and and they're always a guilty pleasure of mine. Mm-hmm. Like Ryback back before he knew everything, um, Braun before everybody loved him. Oh yeah, Lars is the next guy. It's his his finisher is so bad, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I think Lars is the only one I've ever seen make a Brock Bob look worse <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't do too bad during the ladder everybody actually did pretty good in the ladder match so yeah, everybody had their time to shine in the ladder match yeah i still thought it was gonna be ec3 though but one thing about ec3 now that i actually got to see him wrestle he needs to work on selling you know what else he needs to do lay off the steroids that too but the selling thing oh man when he like they put the ladder on the floor, and, like, I forgot who hit him, but someone hit him, and you literally watched him place himself on the ladder. I was just like, 
Oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> Camera guy, you weren't supposed to catch that part. Like, for real, you are supposed to, like, jolt, like... I think of... part of it, though, honestly, is the fact that some of these spots are so contrived that the camera people need to do a better job. Yeah. When you're live, you're going to see that stuff. It just happens. But, like, they need to do a better job with the... It was straight down to even the Hall of Fame ceremony or whatever when, um... Who was it? It was Ivory who was up. There were so many shots of the teleprompter was stupid. It was mm-hmm. like, why Why is Kevin Dunn not fired yet? Who the fuck is running in the back? Yeah, I know. It's like... You know, you, you guys are supposed to be, like, you know, making six, seven figures, whatever, and you can't take this off TV. Like... Oh, actually, you know what? Since, um... What the hell? What the hell is Paige's group's name again? Absolution. Yeah, since they're... I, are, would they still be a group? Probably a tag team or something. Or... I want to see them gone for one reason, so we don't have to deal with so much shaky cam. Every single time they have a beatdown on somebody, that's when the camera has a seizure. Yeah, but at the same time, I, Manny Rose is super hot, so I don't want her off TV. Oh, no, they'll find a spot for her somewhere. They, they weren't bad, necessarily. It's just they needed Paige as the talking point. Yeah. But I feel like... I mean, you don't have to necessarily split them up, but at the same time, you know, they could probably do something when they're together. They're still technically absolution. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. We got a couple of notes to mention. Um, on our Facebook page, there are two rules that everybody needs to know about. No politics. Anybody post any politics, it's gone. That's the end of that. The other one is... Basically, don't go into business for yourself. The other one is mainly for the admins and the moderators. And even this shouldn't really be something discussed. But... If there's anything that's business related, leave it private. Yeah. Um, we don't need to be spreading business about our page to people that don't need to know about it. There's also something else that needs to be mentioned. Um, so, recently, I had been noticing that there are several arguments on a couple of the board or a couple of the posts. And for the most part, I try to stay out of it. But if there's any time that anybody ever needs to discuss anything or be pulled, a, you know, like, yeah, I, I have something I need to mention. You can state your case and we can look at it from there. Otherwise, can we all just be adults, please? Yeah. Dave is the one that's mainly in charge of the, actually, he is the guy in charge as far as the fantasy page goes with the points and all that other stuff. So since he is not here, we can't get into that. We have our social media pages, our Facebook, our Twitter, our YouTube page, our SoundCloud page. And is there any other ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just follow us online. Um, if there's any comments, any concerns, anything, we're very easy to get a hold of. You're always going to find at least one of us on Facebook at a time. Mm-hmm. I'd like to give a shout out to Monty. He's been helping out a lot over the last month or so we really Um, appreciate everything you've done monty our last episode was actually probably our best episode yeah it actually was our best episode. primarily due to his help yeah 
So Monty, if you're listening, we appreciate everything you've been doing. And you are always a member of this team, regardless. We're going to... Um, we usually check the hotline, but today we're not going to do that. I'm going to try to get a hold of Dave. See if DB will pick up. Yeah. Shit, that is loud. Hello. Mustafa? Hello. Hello, Mustafa? No. I'm not calling Marty Janetti. I want to talk to DB. What's up, oh, DB? Man. We're talking to you live from the podcast. What's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on? How you feeling? I'm in bed. Very, you know, to the point. I'm not really sure what you said, but uh, it's all good. Yeah, we're actually on the ass end of our recording, but we just wanted to say hello. We were going to call the hotline, but I forgot the number. Do you know the number off the top of your head? No, I don't. It's in my computer. It's like 484 or something. Yeah. I forget. Sorry. It's all good. You just focus on getting better, my friend. Oh, yeah. I understand. I don't know when I'm getting out of the hospital, but I'm there. Yeah, we were mentioning a lot of things about uh the fancy page. That's mainly your thing. I can't do the marks of the round table without you, man. That is your deal. Um, but, but yeah, t- tonight was pretty good. Monty said that he was going to show up, but he had some things come up. So, so DB and I were holding, or yeah, DB, Jesus, I'm sorry. Jamac and I were holding down the Ford, so. Okay. That's good. So any update? Are you possibly going to be around next week? I don't know yet. Because I'm not gonna, because I'm not gonna be available next week. So you gotta, you gotta get better, man. Do some DDP yoga and lots of vitamin C. <laughs> Say your prayers and take your vitamins. Yeah, we'll we'll get we'll yeah we'll get into that soon. But yeah, I just wanted to say hello, get some rest. We'll we'll catch up soon. Okay. All right, See you guys. All right, be easy. Love everybody. Bye. And that was our dear friend DB, everybody. Yep. And that concludes our show for tonight. Any closing comments? Um, I look forward to the Superstar Shake-Up. I also look forward to see how Paige will be as a general manager. I, I'm happy for all the returns. I'm happy for all the debuts. And uh, it looks like this is going to be a good New Year wrestling. Looks like it. We'll see how it goes. Yes. So, this is Fran and JCL. Yep. We'll see you next week. See you, everybody.